0: Have no fear, Happy Campers is here, it's a
1: summer camp-themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we miss, about
0: the best summers we ever had. And there will be a reflection and lots of introspection, and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts, we're Julia and Sammy, your podcast family, we're gonna start the show. Hey there, Happy Campers. Welcome back to a special mini episode for you. Uh, this is Julia, one of your hosts. My good friend Sammy is back in Washington, D.C. So uh, I'm riding solo, but I'm joined by a very good, close, personal friend of mine, Miss Randy. Hi. Hi Randy, thanks for joining us. Of course, thank
1: you for having me.
0: Should we tell all our camp listeners uh, how we know each other? Absolutely. Okay, so Randy and I met and became fast friends in a hot tub in Mexico. <laughs> This is part of my series of friends that I met in hot tubs in Mexico uh, Who I invite onto the podcast to talk about camp stuff Uh, And Randy was down, right? Oh yeah Yeah, she was really excited about it Um, Yeah, so you might remember Gail and Jesse from way back uh, Met them in a hot tub in Mexico Uh, And that same year, 2016 I befriended Randy, who was also staying uh, at this hot tub Yeah yeah, we were vacationing in a hot tub. Uh, anyway, so, Randy, we met in this hot tub, and you, t- like, is, is this clear that we met in a hot tub for the <laughs> yeah, listeners? Yeah,
1: say How many times can you say
0: it? Uh, last time, Randy and I met in a hot tub. <laughs> anyway, guys, so, Randy told me that she went to an awesome summer camp. That was the camp from... My favorite movie, Wet Hot American Summer.
1: Yep, they filmed it at my sleepaway camp. And what
0: is your camp called?
1: I went to Camp Tawanda. It's in Honesdale, Pennsylvania. And they filmed Wet Hot American Summer there, but it's a bit scandalous. Tell us the story. Um, This is because the first summer uh, after they filmed it, it wasn't released yet. And our owner was very excited about this. They had filmed the movie at our camp. Our camp was going to be famous. The whole summer was like all about how they filmed this movie at our camp and then the movie was released and it wasn't the most kid-friendly movie and then the following summer after what had american summer was released nobody at camp talked about the movie oh such a shame
0: because it's such a lovely <laughs> hilarious fun just like the best movie I but, just but um, i just want to tell
1: everybody when they ask me where i went to camp i tell them
0: and tell me you mentioned this uh the shed where yes yep
1: so the golf shed where the gay sex scene occurs is now caution taped off at <laughs> my camp and nobody's allowed to go in there and so many people when I tell them I went to the camp where they film what hot American summer the first question is, is
0: do you go to the golf shed have you ever been in there <laughs> think of all the great sporting equipment that is just hanging out in I there know. that no one can get
1: I know that could be like a prime camp hookup spot too that they took away from all those kids. Mm, an injustice. I know.
0: Uh, so when we when we first met, I told you that I host a summer camp theme podcast, and you were like, "That's really cool." Uh, And I was at first was like Oh my God It's so cool She thinks it's cool Um, And you're like I'll check it out But then you know Life happens And you didn't check it out But then A couple months ago Out of the blue Some time has passed I get an email Saying that it's Randy And you found the podcast And you're a big fan And that you introduced it To your friends
1: Yeah So I found the podcast I think you might have Posted it on So we're Facebook friends After the hot tub We became Facebook friends Julia and I I
0: whipped out my phone In the hot tub And I was like (laughs) What's your full name?
1: Um and I just was sitting at my desk at work and I started listening and I was like oh my god this is amazing I could just sit at work all day and listen to people talk about camp and I can relate so much to this and then I made my best camp friend listen to it and then I felt compelled to reach out to Julia and I was like this is so good and I can think of so many things that have happened to me during my time at camp you ever need somebody to come on to talk about them and then i
0: was like randy when are you free you live in my neighborhood let's do a recording yeah
1: so now here we are so this is it uh and we're
0: going to talk about you and camp and how you feel about it and what you learned from it and what you were like as a camper uh so let's start with the fact that you went to a co-ed camp I did. How, so, how was that? How do you feel about that?
1: Um, I'm ha- I'm really happy that I went to one um, because when we were looking at summer camps originally, my parents made the hard rule that wherever I chose to go to camp, it had to be co-ed because my brother was eventually going to go there. He's younger than me. Um, and so the co-ed camp, and it was not uniform, and I was pumped about that because then I could wear whatever clothes I wanted to wear. And when I listened to you guys talk about your time at your camp at Walden – all girls uniform, I'm, it's amazing to me because my experience was the exact opposite of that, where it's just raging hormones and competition between outfits. <laughs> and it's very different and I think it's gotten so intense in my camp that it's now a uniform. What camp. kind of stuff would you wear on a, a daily basis? Like uh, Sophie so- shorts? So- yeah,
0: Sophie Sophie was there a debate about how it was said.
1: Um I don't know. I there was a debate about how many roles uh, you were allowed to and how, over. how many could you do. Um so my mom, this, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. My mom used to buy me the size large <laughs> because Because she, like, did not want me walking around with my tush out at camp. And so she knew that I'd be rolling them up no matter what. So she used to buy me the large ones, and it was, like, a little embarrassing (laughs) for me. I used to have to borrow some of my friends who had smalls for certain things. But we wore those. And then I remember my mom would not allow me to have my juicy... Clothing at camp, like your jumpsuits. You have to leave uh, your jumpsuits I wasn't allowed behind? my terry cloth or my double zero shirt until. <laughs> Wait, what's a double zero? Shirt? You never saw the juicy double zero shirts? Oh, those were. Oh all my the God, reads. they were like tall zeros, yeah, yes. yeah, yes, yeah. and it just said juicy in like zero, kind of zero. that like millennial pink color. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> it was <laughs> so. It was. I love that shirt. Oh my God, I look online see if I could find them, and I would totally bring them back. <laughs> um, so. My visiting day list when I was like 11 was like, Mom, can you bring me like chocolate and popcorn and all my juicy clothes, please? (laughs) And
0: she's like, we talked about this. (laughs) No juicy clothes.
1: I think she let me have like two shirts and that was it. Ugh, but we shared a summer. lot of clothes and I so in, so in co-ed camp, I don't know if this is a thing in other co camps, but, you know, you have to like barter to share things like if you give me this terry cloth zip up, then I'm going to give you is this like to keep or like to wear for to a borrow. Okay, no, to this is just to borrow yeah, for borrow, like bartering. DJ night. DJ nights like a dance. Oh, when they have like a DJ come and it's like a mini bar mitzvah. It's like a social, I guess, right? Um, With the boys who you see every day. Yes, with the boys you see every day. But they're wearing nice clothes. Yes, like. Polos? No, no. Like they're Abercrombie cargos and a visor. Oh, visors! I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like visors I'm at night. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like turn backwards. Whatever. Yeah, um, in sync playing. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I was really good at straightening people's hair. So Ooh, I let's just set the oh, scene yes. here. The year you started was 1997. Okay, so we're going between like 97 and oh. So 97 and my last summer was 05. 05. Okay. Yeah um i used to be really good at straightening people's hair with the hot tool straightening irons and so i used to straighten people's hair and then we could like trade things so i'd be like i'll straighten your hair for the formal but or the recite dj, night. The, DJ <laughs> night the formal i'm thinking my sorority and um like you give me this skirt to wear or something okay. like that so you know you have to trade
0: got to have friends with good style yeah yeah we do sense. i mean um Okay, so so it's definitely different from my experience, Sammy's experience. Yeah. With just all girls camp. So we love to hear about new experiences, so this is great. Yeah. Uh, but then tell us a little bit about girl world, because you're just in the bunks with the girls. Yeah. And it's, it, Obviously, it's mixed, but, like, you, there's a separate kind of world that exists, it's boy, world, girl. It's so
1: covered. interesting. Um, so in my camp, there's multiple bunks per age group. Um, How many people in the whole camp about? Oh, man. Like huh, like three hundred. Okay, so like a bigger a size, very yeah. big. But I'll never forget when we looked at the camp. The owner was like, "We'll never get over a hundred kids. Like we're always going to stay small." And then like next thing you know, they're like building all these new bunks and stuff. But um, yeah. So there's multiple age groups per multiple bunks per age group, and. Just the way it is, is there's, like, a hot bunk, the popular bunk, and, like, the loser bunk. But how does that happen at such a young age? Okay, so when I like first... Like, that they would
0: all be grouped, you know? Or that they would, like, yeah. define them, yeah.
1: So when I first started at camp, er, it's, like, a neutral zone, right? Because it's, like, everybody's first summers. Right, first 97,
0: all you are, just, like, the cute kids. Right.
1: Right. Um, And
0: everything's new to you, and all the older kids are like, oh, they're so
1: adorable. And you're just kind of like figuring out your camp experience. Right. And then I got a taste of the cool bunk, because then my second summer, it was like all the returning girls in one bunk, and all the new girls in another bunk. And it was horror for me, because I was always a good kid. I won Rookie of the Year my first summer at camp. I listened to the counselors. I just like went to camp and followed the rules, because, you know, that's what I thought that I had to do. And... I remember the girls. There were girls in my bunk that were just like bad girls. Like and they I, were against the rules. They wanted to like. They oh were disrespectful, yeah, they just mean do whatever they want. To the wanted. counselors yeah. and just didn't listen. Didn't want to go to activities. Sure. Just like didn't want to do anything. And um, I would follow the rules. And I remember like me and my two good friends would just be upset that we're like, okay, hey, they're ruining camp for they're us. Like d- dis- disrespecting <laughs> everything that we're like just trying to <laughs> do the right thing. Yeah, we're being good. And I just remember we used to get. We were that bad that the owners used to have talks with our bunk, right? And then afterwards, the counselors would pull me and like the oh good kid is like, "Guys, that talk wasn't for you. Oh, don't worry. Because
0: you obviously the only people really affected by it and like crying. <laughs> or yeah, you guys. And everyone's yeah. like, whatever. Yeah, you like, We're so sorry. We did like we try so hard, but we'll do better. <laughs>
1: like, yes. you guys are
0: good. Don't we do we any were better. So <laughs>
1: bad. I know. And um, I won. We used to get Camper of the Week every week at Friday services. I, I like one Camper of the Week the first week every summer. Friday
0: services. It was a little Jewish twist, this camp?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was very Jewish. Um, and I won Camper of the Year. Every year. Like, I just was a good kid, but I think that I was a good kid because I grew up in a really structured household with, like, a lot of routine, and I'm really anxious if I don't have routine. Right. So when I went to camp, I needed the schedule. I needed to follow whatever was happening, or else I would have been, like, a mess. Yeah. So I kind of just did whatever I needed to do. And then and then I guess when we were 11 or, like, our first summer in upper camp or – it was a very clear divide. And the girls that were in the cool bunk were the girls that the boys wanted to hang out with. And Mm -hmm. the loser bunk were us. And we were a little awkward and just, like, silly. And we didn't really care about boys. I I did not have a camp boyfriend. It was, like, not boy-obsessed. And what's so funny is that in the loser bunk where we were, we did not care. First of all, we didn't even call ourselves out. Right. And I was like, even who? Like, did, no. did you
0: feel like that? How do you find out that people called you guys the loser? Bunk?
1: Um, I think we kind of just knew. I think because in in our camp, every every bunk has that divide. Like yeah. you're like, oh, every age group has yes. that divide. Okay. Every age group has that divide, right. it's and like, you could feel
0: it out. You're like, oh, I think
1: that's us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, we just like did not. We didn't care at all. Did you guys ever give it, like,
0: kind of try to, like, reclaim it and give yourselves a cool name
1: Um, or a name that felt right to you? there There were two girls. I'll never forget this. There were two girls who were in our bunk and they desperately wanted to be in the cool bunk mm. they used to cry like every day for the first three days of camp one Good. summer and we were like you guys need to get out of here like we do not want to hear about this you don't want to be in our bunk like <laughs> so get out and then they, they, they left and then their parents where'd called. they go they, they left went camp? to the cool bunk they went uh, to the cool bunk the and they probably were treated like crap at the cool bunk probably I don't even know they probably had to
0: do all the chores every morning oh. and like
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's
0: p- inspection time okay you two you want us to like you get to work yeah
1: get, you get first sweep and toilets and yeah I don't even know we we just didn't care we yeah. just were weirdos we were so
0: weird and you guys uh, were close and loved each other and all that um,
1: so our age group were, even though we did activities together all yeah. day every day and the only times that we were separated were like for shower hour rest hour and like going to sleep um, we did not intermingle at all we just did not
0: you and your loser (laughs) yes me and my loser guys were like we're were tight we're, we're tight we roll deep we're good we follow rules we respect each other yeah we all agree we don't like those other girls yeah
1: and we were all really proud we all like supported each other too like I remember there was one girl that I was really close with she got um one a kiss like one night we were all walking back to the bunks and she got a hookup by like a water fountain with this guy and then she came back to the bunk and I just remember we were all so excited for her that she like there's a Got a kid. Yeah. yeah, we all just were really supportive of each other. And then your last summer at camp, they throw everybody in a house, and you're the oldest age group. And they're like, "Okay, now and now after all these years of being yeah. separated, you'll be best friends, yeah. and you'll lead the camp, and blah yeah. blah blah." And they and I remember having so much anxiety about it going into camp. I remember crying. I think my two days before my first summer, my last summer, because I was just very nervous about the dynamic of how it was going to go. And because they just throw you in and they don't like prepare you for it. And like the first day the owner talks to you about how you're the leaders of camp and like this is important right, like, rise just, to the like, occasion unite. Yeah, but um, but then when we got in there, we all got along. But there was still like the girls that hung out with like the hot guy. But I but I it's felt cool <laughs> my last summer camp. I had a boyfriend. I had a boyfriend outside of camp. Okay, my high school boyfriend and I went into camp my last summer. And Would like, he write
0: you letters? He
1: did. And that feels good. Um, I was having too much fun at camp that I didn't want to write him back. I was like, you in couldn't my even bubble. Take a second. No, but then this is also my favorite. And then you stayed <laughs> together. <laughs> this is so funny. Um, So we went to Dorney Park, which is an amusement park like Hershey Park. Okay. And uh, just by coincidence, <gasps> I swear to God, coincidence. His camp was his there His camp too. was there and I saw him. And I'll never forget the owner of my camp gave me time out for like a half hour because he thought that I coordinated with my high school boyfriend that he would be at the wait time out uh, as in you got in
0: trouble for 30 minutes or you got a date with him no I got in trouble for 30 minutes that's so But I thought he was like well since you guys are here you can take a little 30 minutes uninterrupted (laughs) private time no they
1: like legitimately thought that oh, um and my brother blew up my spot to my parents showed up to visiting day and they're like so we heard you saw your boyfriend at Dorney Park and I was like how do you know about this he and was just also on a camp trip yeah and then I remember being did you st- get any time with him or was it just like he drama? won me a stuffed animal oh, I was very weird cute. I was so awkward I was so weirded out like what are you doing in my world Right, this is my camp world. It's like, I would have, I would have asked for the double O
0: shirt if yeah, was going exactly. To see you
1: today. Um, and then I, I'll never forget. I was so depressed after my last summer camp, which most people are when they yes. come home, that I it's just did thing. not <laughs> want to talk to him. Oh. I did not want to like. I just and I just remember he would like try to hunt me down on Aim, which doesn't exist oh, anymore. And, and yep. I just, I kind of ghosted him a little bit after my last summer because well, I was just
0: very sad. You know, camp will do that. You really go. You know, I can only be with people who understand the experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and he had, at least he had gone to camp, but
0: not oh, your camp.
1: yeah. No, like my now fiancé. So in my adult life, I've not dated many Jews, and then I met my fiancé who's a Jew and who also went to camp. Amazing. And uh, when I, we first started dating and people asked about our relationship and what it was like, I was just like, it's so nice to date somebody who also went to camp. We bond over it. It's just such a nice thing to date a Jew because, you know, you bond over camp. That's like my takeaway when we first started dating. <laughs> like, and that's why it works. And that's why I'm locking it down.
0: Because if I cannot find another camp boy, I'm not dating again. And I
1: know going into this marriage that the biggest fight we'll ever have where is, is where gonna our go? kid's going go to go to You haven't camp. decided this before the engagement? Oh, no, they're going to where I well, it, it makes it very hard because um, his best friend ever, his best man went to my camp. Oh, and his wife went to my fiance's camp so uh, when the four of us oh. are together it's a very big divide and they just had a kid so my fiance seems to think whatever they choose for their kid yeah. that's what we'll choose for but ours. he's like
0: he's thinking it's going to go to his camp his and you're like no, no.
1: no. They're going to my camp and, yeah. and they can be in what, the cool bunk, the loser bunk whatever bunk they want to be in that's fine oh, I'll support it. So powerful I mean I kind of wish they'd be in the cool bunk and then I can live through them a little bit and like what's it like oh, what's God. it like on the other then you side this little mean kid no I don't want I don't want any phone calls home but yeah <laughs> so they so they threw us in this house and um and I got along with the cool with the cool girls I didn't really care for them I thought they were annoying and whatever and then it's a very big thing at camp during Olympics we have camper captains so it's three kids who get chosen to help lead the team. And it's a very big honor. And you go on a plaque and you get a special T-shirt. And the kids worship you. I remember growing up and I waited all summer to see who the camper captains would be. You worship them. And I remember – I had pe- and like it's always a big deal. People come up to you before Olympics breaks and they're like, "Oh, I think you're gonna be it. I think yeah. you might get camper captain." Get your
0: hopes up, yeah. And you have no control
1: because who picks it? Um, the owner and your group leader. Okay, so and it's our, not like the kids tally up votes. Yeah, it. it's like, no, like yeah. you have like the owner wa- watches you all summer. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so I don't you want know. To
0: impress them. You want to be a good kid, right. and all that. Yeah.
1: So. I had, like, kids tell me that, oh, you're going to get it. Or, yeah, and, I, and I was like, cool. okay, like, we'll see. But, like, probably not because I was in the loser bunk up until now. And, you guys like, didn't know, but there were a lot of years of loser <laughs>
0: that I have to just, you know, accept.
1: Yeah. So, and then what's so funny is Olympics breaks. And everybody's, like, freaking out because you yeah. want it. Olympics him. is,
0: like, your color war. Yes. Like thing. Yeah. And it's
1: a very big deal. The camp divides. When they announce it's Olympics, it's breakout. The camp splits into two. And it's, like, a parting of the Red Sea. And there's an aisle. Mm-hmm. And then they call out the names of the captains. And you run down the aisle in the middle of the camp. And you slap everyone's cool, hand. Cool, cool. And so we're waiting and, we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting. And my name doesn't get called. And I'm, like, all right. Like, that kind of stinks. Yeah. Like, I didn't get it. But, like, that's fine whatever. And then the owner gets back on the mic and they're like, okay, so we like forgot one camper captain. We're so sorry. And then they called my name and then I ran like crazy down the aisle. And I remember being so proud of myself and I was like, okay, so now I'm doing this for the losers. Like this is, I'm getting camper captain. I'm doing this. Like this is for all the kids who are in the loser bunk thinking like they don't have a shot at like being recognized or having any notoriety at camp. Like, you don't need to hook up with somebody or, like, wear juicy double zero shirts every day to, like, get some recognition. And um, I remember it being really hard the first day of Olympics because the cool girls really just didn't want to acknowledge that, like, I had gotten this title. How many were there? There were five, There was three on each team. Yeah. So there were six of us. Yeah. And, like, our whole group was 24 girls. So yeah it's and i i remember feeling a little bit hard at first to like acclimate right um but then it was fine i loved it i had the best time it was so uh, that's like my fondest memory of camp and also it's nice because when you do get camper captain you go up on a plaque you get like your olympic yeah, plaque feel like you're and remember at and the s- camp yeah it's too. really nice and um yeah i don't know i just and it's so funny now because i look at the I look at my age group now and how far we've all come, and all the girls from my loser bunk are the coolest people I know ever. My best friend from camp went to college to be a, a writer and started writing for a men's online magazine. And like a year into the job, was like, "F it, I want to be a food writer." She had to get a culinary degree, and now she like manages all the recipes of food network so people are it's just is really cool to look at how far we've all come and where everybody is now it's just really awesome that's awesome
0: uh randy thank you so much for Julia, sharing your story you. I, I learned a ton yeah and I'm glad. um i'm gonna go shopping tonight online at like etsy to see if i can find some old juicy apparel oh, if you can find it please. yeah for your wedding i will adorn you in a juicy jumpsuit that is all white terry cloth.
1: Oh my god, they're bringing it back at Bloomingdale's. Oh, it's come back. Let's go. Rebranding, boom boom. Uh, thank you again. No problem. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh,
0: so let me wrap up uh, for the Happy Campers World. Thanks everyone for tuning into this episode. Uh, I'm gonna plug our social media to make Miss Sammy very very happy. Uh, you can find us on iTunes wherever you're listening right now. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, tell your camp friends just like Randy did, because uh, people who went to camp like. Like to hear other people talk about camp. I think that's what we're learning. Uh, we have a website, uh, www.happycamperspodcast.com. You can email us on there. Let us know if you have any fun stories you want to share. Uh, find us on Instagram at Happy Campers Podcast or Twitter at Happy Campers Pod. And I'll close it out with Day is done, gone the sun. We out. Uh, that was really annoying for everyone, but I hope you loved it because I loved it. Bye. <laughs> Our theme song was written, recorded, and sung by the very talented Steffi Copeland.